This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi, and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm Amanda, and today I'm joined by Craig. To look in the mirror. <laughs> Wait, what? You ready? You ready? Amanda, yeah. <laughs> light of my life. Don Williams. Can I see him forever now? Yeah. Okay. Every time you walk into a pub, that's going to come on. It's going to be like your theme music, a little country and western band just following behind you playing that. Amazing. That'll be fantastic. Well, I'm also joined with Chris. Good evening. I'm disappointed that you haven't serenaded me. Yeah. <laughs> I can with do. Your, with your do tight it. pants. It's all the rage. It's an internet sensation. Oh, who started this? Seriously. You did. <laughs> and we've got Paul. Sorry, no serenade. Oh, what? Uh, I, did, I didn't know Craig was going to get all flashy and sophisticated. This is disappointing. From now on, when we do Universal After Dark... Um, I feel like everyone should sing me a song. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, I feel extra loved. It's going to be a universal theme song, though. Um, yeah, or it has to contain Amanda in it somewhere. There you go. Brian Rose is desperate for the tight pants song. <laughs> I need it in my life. Yeah, we we all do. I'd have it as a mic. Oh, or this one. Any questions? Oh my. <laughs> oh my god, Chris, I've just had an Life. idea. Yeah. <laughs> right, when we go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah. In and August. we're dressed as the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Oh god, is that Halfway through, we have to get changed. And we'll be David S. Pumpkins and the Skeletons. Yeah, you and Ash could be the Skeletons. I could be David S. Pumpkins. Yeah, and we need someone to be like a crazy chainsaw lady. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Gary could do that, I'm sure. Okay. Gary, that's your job, mate. Crazy yeah. Chainsaw Gary. I've just got no idea what you've just said. Is this <laughs> yeah. Sat- Saturday Night Live stuff or yeah. Jimmy Fallon stuff? I'm so old. Oldie. <sighs> I love them Bill Murray adverts and all that. Is that. He used to be on it when I watched it. Well, that's not what we're talking about. We're young uh, and hip. 
Oh, you used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still am for another week, mate. <laughs> oh dear. See how many birthday cards you get through the post. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that I get a lot off our listeners. Yeah, you can yeah. email me. Oh, yeah, if you want to send me a birthday e-card, you can send it to our email address. Oh, getting a phone call. Why is someone phoning me from Virgin Trains? <laughs> you have to go to work now, mate. Sorry, you can't be on this episode. Oh, right, I'm going. Imagine, <laughs> imagine how devastated you'd be after you've been so excited. I've literally been looking forward to this all day. I've been in Asda and I've bought some Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, you know what, right, Last on the last is after dark, I was like, right, this is my last Bud Light until I go on holiday because I'm trying to be good and be on a diet. Then you posted that picture and I went and bought some. Did you see the picture I posted in Liverpool? Yeah, that was my favourite. Oh, very across the mazy. I loved it. Well, I'm drinking Bud Light as well and obviously you are as well, Craig. Yeah. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, root beer. What? Root beer? I know. Beer. How random. Have you spiked up some real beer? Uh, no, I probably should have at least one day out of seven where I don't have alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, are you drinking anything? I am. I've got a real man's drink. Well, I, that's what I went into the supermarket for, but then I saw I saw Record League, if that's how you pronounce it. Premium Spiced Plum Cider. Plum? So I'm just gonna yeah plum. Never seen never seen that before, so I thought I gotta have that. And I'm just about to slash my hand open because my bottle opener is a Swiss Army knife. Oh, oh what? Oh, there we go. oh god! There we go. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I didn't cut myself. At least you made it, manly. Yeah, there's a good reason why I haven't tasted this before. All right, <laughs> it'll do the job. <laughs> <laughs> it says enjoy hot or cold. Hot. Hot. Yeah, that's what it says. Enjoy hot or cold. What? I've got it somewhere in the middle. Mm. Mm, premium spice plum cider. That's weird. Anyway, we saw a blog post by Universal today. And Craig got extra excited about it. I did. Extra, extra excited and decided that that should be our topic for today. So, the blog post was all about... Hacks for avoiding crowds are universal. So, before we get into that, I want to know what your guys' hacks are, if you have any. Hmm, I've been trying to think, and there's the obvious ones, isn't there? And most of them are, well, there's only five in the, the actual blog post for universal, but you've got to stay on site. I agree. You've got to get an express pass. It's got to be an unlimited express pass for the re-rideability. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to get in and get Harry Potter done as early as you can. You've got to smash it. Do you, you can think- always, yeah. You can tick that box then because that's where everyone heads to when the park does open and you're heading out then. To go and I do feel it. like this this depends a lot on what time of day you get into the park at as well. So I just posted a poll on our Twitter to ask 
what time people prefer to get to the park at because I've been thinking about this since you sent me this blog post today and I did think a lot of this does really depend because if you are the type of person that likes to get to the park in the afternoon time you you are going to need an express pass and you are going to need to go straight to Harry Potter most likely whereas if you get there as soon as the park opens or even you do the early park admission if you're staying on site you you would go and do Harry Potter first then because you can only go into um, Harry Potter but then you can head to the other rides and attractions and get them done straight away without needing an express pass is it is that like extra magic hours though and you know I'm, I'm learning here because I know less about Universal or more more Disney-fied, but when we went to Harry Potter, not the Diagon Alley, but the Hogwarts part of the park, we got there about four, and it was it was fine. So do you get that phenomenon where at the beginning of the day, everybody thinks, right, we need to get there quickly because everybody's going to go there, and so everybody ends up there, and then later on in the day, say four o'clock-ish, it isn't actually that bad. Does anybody know? I don't know. I feel like it depends, like when in the year that you go in. Yeah, because that's the other one, isn't it? It's the time yeah. of year. Exactly. I mean, last September when we were there, it was it was crazy busy for the entire second week. Cray like, cray. Crazy cray cray busy. I've never <laughs> seen it so busy in September, and it was getting to the point where it was an hour and a half wait for the Hulk, an hour and a half wait for Kong, um, but but then Harry Potter was like twenty minutes. Because everyone's done. But then the week before, we couldn't get on Harry Potter. Because the queues were just so long. You could, If you get into Universal um, at 8 o'clock in the morning and power walk up to Harry Potter, smash it. You can jump on the train, can't you, I think, as well. I can go and do the other Harry Potter. Then you can get the train back. I'm sure you can do that sure i've done that you're out you're at the back of the park then for men in black and everything else and it's embarrassing using your express pass because the main lines haven't started to grow at that point because every and we've we've done most of the park by especially universal we're done by 11 o'clock you just Mm. go bang 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 there's nowhere to eat because no one's ever open you can't have any breakfast, so you just do all the rides. Gotta go to Starbucks for your breakfast, mate. Yeah, I'm going to try that this year. I've never bothered. Baskin Robbins. Have a brownie Sunday. It's good any time of the day. <laughs> breakfast Sunday. <laughs> we actually did have a huge bloody ice cream Sunday during Halloween Horror Nights, about one in the morning. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, so, what about a, what about an app like Lines? We thought that was pretty good. We had Lines for Universal. Yeah, yeah. So the the Universal app's gotten a lot better now. So you've got the wait times on there, and now that they've got Jimmy Fallon doing the Cueless system, and you designate a time for yourself to go like a fast pass, um, I think that the app's going to get even better with that. 
Well, there is actually a Lines app as well, isn't there? Yeah, you can pay a for universal. A, a universal subscription. That's um, right. And I, I've just renewed our Lines for this year, touring plans. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, do you actually do it? Yeah, we've, we've, we've definitely used it. I, I tell you when it came in really handy was the first time we had gone, uh, um, the Diagon Alley had only recently opened and uh, the Gringotts ride was up and down, up and down, up and down. And the app would tell you when it was back on again. And we just happened to catch it as it had just come up and we were pretty close by. I think we were at Shrek and we legged it across there and got, got straight on basically, just walked right on. And that was when it was really busy. Ah, right. That was maybe that's not like the normal experience, but it came in came in pretty handy for us. Plus, you got the crowd calendar, so it gives you a, an idea of best day of the week to go and that sort of thing, which is another good way of reducing your wait times. That is true. That is true. I I have got a really good tip to reduce wait times, but I don't want to tell anyone because then you all start bloody doing it. Just tell us, Chris. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, I'm literally. You won't tell anybody. I'm literally telling you three, and that's yeah. it. In the corner of the mouse's head pub. Yeah. Fire away. Okay. Right. Halloween horror nights. Always yes. a pain in the ass to get home because from midnight until whatever time it shuts, there's always queues and queues and queues of traffic trying to get out. Top tip. Valet at the Hard Rock. Because, you, you know, a lot of people valet anyway. Valet is always the most popular thing uh, for parking at Halloween Horror Nights. If you valet at the Hard Rock, which hardly anyone does, you can then just walk straight from there down to Halloween Horror Nights. And then when you come out, there's no queuing, there's no traffic, straight on the I-4, boom, you're away. And is that, is that the same is that the same cost to valet there as it is to valet in the main car parks? I think it's the same price, but Mm -hmm. if you go in the shop and buy anything, I -hmm. I say anything, I think you have to buy food, so like the bar or the restaurants or or in the shop, then they knock the price of the valet down to something like $5. What? Yeah. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. So listen, just you three, okay? No other bugger does that, all right? That That is a top tip. And you don't need to be a guest. You don't, no. To do that. Right. There you go. You should have come on tonight, P Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> Top tip, there, fella. Shh, don't tell him. I'm not telling him. We're not it's telling only you. Us, it's only three. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, then. Another one that a lot of people tend to say is um, getting into the parks. One is using the secret entrance. However, that again depends on what time you go at because from what I remember, that secret side entrance next to Blue Man Group doesn't open until maybe, I think, 10 or 11 o'clock. I don't think it opens when the park opens. Can I tell you a funny story about that entranceway? Of course. We were loitering around there one day and it happened to open and there was this guy there taking loads of photos of it. And I'm looking at this guy going, what, what is so, you know, so interesting about this entrance? Why is this saddo taking all these photos of, you know, of this, you know, what is just basically a small gate with two people standing there? 
you know, he's, click, he's clicking away, clicking away, taking his phone. And I'm looking at him thinking, what a sad act. And then all of a sudden, his cell phone rang. And then it, it, it went basically, hello, yes, this is Derek speaking. And it was Derek Bergen. Oh, yeah, he's got a weird voice, hasn't he? <laughs> I mean, he sounds like Iago from Aladdin. But, yeah. But that's the only way I knew it was Derek Bergen, just from his voice. He's very camp, isn't he? <laughs> well, with his voice, he is. In real life, he's yeah, quite, yeah. you know. Quite beefy. Yeah, he's quite, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's sort of, you know, he might be a WWE wrestler for all I know. Is he as tall as me? Oh, God, no. No one's as tall as yeah. you. Come on. Oh, I can, yeah, yeah, he's dead camp, then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not very nice. But my other thing was to make sure that you buy your tickets before you get there. Uh, And try to get real tickets if you can so you don't have to swap anything because the queues at the will call places in the mornings are ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that is a real top tip. That is a nightmare. Like you would spend hours in that queue in the morning. Have I told you my funny story about tickets at Universal? Um, maybe, but you can tell us again. Halloween Horror Nights 25. I spoke to a lovely gentleman on the phone all the way from England to Universal, and we discussed the ticketing options, and he sold me tickets. Now, we wanted to go, me and Stuart were going uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, flying home, Monday evening. Uh, or Tuesday, I think. But we were only going to Halloween Horror Nights on the Saturday and the Sunday night. He talked on the phone. He talked me out of going on the Saturday night because of the ticket, prohibitive costs of the tickets going on a Saturday and Sunday night. And he sold me a ticket that would enable me to get in on the Friday night and the Sunday night. Is it a frequent fear, maybe? Mm, yeah, I remember you saying about this. Yeah. With Express, right? Now, we on the Friday night went and got drunk and went to bed at about <laughs> nine o'clock. And then on the Saturday night, we rocked up to the gates, all full of our. We'd been we'd been into Universal. We'd come out, shower, shit, and a shave, back in, <laughs> nice and early for stay and scream. Your tickets aren't valid. And we had made it. We went into the will call, into the, the guest services, and this poor girl, we unloaded on it. What a disgrace. Universal have sold us these tickets, blah, blah, blah. And you can hear the aftermath on it on the live show that I put out on my own that, that trip. How angry I was. And it was, honest to God, she gave us, she reissued all the tickets. She gave us brand new tickets. She gave us express passes for the night. She apologised profusely. She was absolutely unbelievable in the help that she did. And it was only about two or three weeks after I'd got home, I remembered what had happened on the phone. And it was all my fault. So I'm sorry, Universal. Oh, what? You're going to get banned from Universal now, like the woo for that. I should have went on the Friday night and went and got drunk on the Saturday night. <laughs> that poor woman's still in therapy. Yeah. And I ripped the fe- I, I swore that he was an arsehole on the phone and he's done me out of this and he's done me out of that. <laughs> <laughs> so Amanda is right. Get your tickets before you get there, but listen to what they're saying to you as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I've got a story about this too. Oh, 
right this this happened to me um like two weeks ago so i buy my tickets every year from attraction tickets direct other ticket places are available too that's just where i prefer to buy mine from and so i have got i've got myself an annual pass but i'm taking a secret guest on holiday with me this year in three weeks and so i needed to buy them their universal tickets so i'm on the attraction tickets direct website and there's a three park option for volcano bay and there's a two park option for just universal and islands of adventure and they're the same price so i was thinking to myself okay well i may as well buy the three park option and then for some reason my secret guest can't come i can save that ticket and i can give that ticket to ash for september but then i was like no i won't actually i'll just get a two park one i stupidly though clicked the three park one and bought it and had no idea that's what i'd done because it was the same price so these tickets arrived and then on the back of the ticket it was like not valid until the 25th of may uh, and when but did you I fly out on the 5th so <sighs> I hadn't realised that that's what I'd done yet so I rang attraction tickets direct really upset about it and I was like but I've bought the wrong ticket I think I don't know why why does it say a, a, a specific date on it it's never done that before and they were like uh, yeah you've bought the Volcano Bay ticket obviously Obvs. and I was like oh god I'm so stupid but they, um, I just had to send them back and they sent me the right one. Oh, I thought you were going to say, just rip them up. <laughs> well, for a minute, I was like, because on the back, it's like, no, no exchanges, no refunds, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm going to have to spend another, like, £250 for these tickets. And I was devastated. But they were really, really kind. And they let me just send them back and swap it for the right one. Do you know what my sister-in-law did about... 10 days ago what? bought 10 is it bongo bingo that all you kids are playing <laughs> what i don't know <laughs> it, you know you know binge drink and uh, dance on the tables and everything uh, in between yeah, games of bingo have you heard of it it's taken liverpool by storm never heard of it mate been away for too long it's too old now anyway she goes out on a whim and goes on their website and buys 10 tickets for the pricely sum of £410. And then messages everybody, "Eh, I'm not taking no for an answer, but we're all going to bongo bingo on such a night. And no one could go. (laughs) (laughs) And she couldn't sell the tickets. She couldn't give them away because it was Grand National Weekend. Oh, no way. For and and the, the firm wouldn't take them back, the credit card company wouldn't do anything, and he couldn't sell them. So she come to ours for a chippy tea because we wouldn't go either. <laughs> chippy <Aww>. tea. <laughs> I, I paid for the chippy tea. I treated her. <laughs> we now have to briefly interrupt the podcast to have a few words from our sponsors. Right, uh, and so for our other sponsor of the show, um, we have Wendy Pratter at Magical Journeys Travel. Don't yeah, we do. Yeah. The the very beautiful looking Wendy Pratter. 
Is she is she on your um, to do list? Like if you meet her in real life, you're allowed to. She's um, you know when you open the wallet. Yeah. She, she's the picture in my wallet. I get you. I get you. But other than our lust uh, for Wendy, um, her and her magical journeys are there to help you plan your next Disney vacation. So whether that's a Disney cruise or a trip to Disney World, Wendy can help you by getting your reservations at midnight, getting those all-important Be Our Guest dining reservations or meet and greets with Anna and Elsa. And uh, I think if you quote this podcast, Craig, get a bit of a discount on your uh, deposit, don't you? Yeah, yeah, $25 off, yeah. There you go. So, next time you want to book a holiday, give Wendy at Magical Journey Travels a little tinkle at WPMagicJourneys.com or on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys. God bless Wendy and all that sail in it. And now, back to the show. So, go ahead. What's next, Amanda? <laughs> So, just another one was um, lockers. So, in Universal, it's a pain having to put stuff in lockers. So, it doesn't reduce your wait time, but it can maximize your time on the rides if you don't either don't take anything, so you don't have to use a locker, or uh, put it in a locker at the front of the park and then just come back at lunchtime or whenever you need to come back. That will lockers, lockers vary in size throughout the whole yeah. park. Yeah, they do. The ones at the front of the park are usually a fairly decent size. I think it's $5 for the day. Something like that. It wasn't that expensive. 5 or $10, I don't remember. So so if you don't want lockers, you can have maybe somebody with a pram or a wheelchair and they can just hold everything while you go on the ride. There is that. Yeah, or you just take someone who's a little bit wimpy and doesn't like rides and then make yeah. them hold all your bags. Take that friend who's the coward. Yeah. Who's scared of roller coasters and fast rides and you just hold all this but you, you've, you've got to try and travel light haven't you yeah uh, when i go in october i can literally go with me my room key my wallet and my phone but i can't do that because i'm a girl well yeah i understand all that palaver but all my family holidays we've always had a pram with us and then you can dump everything on your pram, can't you? You leave thousands of pounds worth of camera equipment on your pram for two hours while you go and queue up for a ride. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there is different ways to travel in there as well, isn't there? Did I ever tell you my Earl Sandwich story? Really? The Universal Earl Sandwich story? No. Right. So we were going to Universal. This was, I think it was like the first time we'd gone to Universal. We bought tickets and... We were staying in Disney and we had a dining plan. So rather, we were being cheap. So rather than buy a, a lunch, we thought, right, we'll go to Ella Sandwich and we'll get an Ella Sandwich for everybody. One of those big wrapped sandwiches and the kind of goldy paper. And we'll take that to the park and that'll be our lunch. So we each bought like a hot ham and cheese sandwich. And they're pretty big. Four of these things, pretty big. And we get to the park and we're waiting to get in the queue. And it says on the back of the ticket, you can't bring any food or drink into the parks. And we're, we're at the gate waiting for the waiting for the park to open. So I came up with this brainwave of, I, I had a hoodie in my rucksack in case we went to a restaurant that had air conditioning. So I put the hoodie on and I put the four hot ham and Swiss sandwiches in this hoodie. So it weighed about five pounds. 
and it was about 80 degrees on the back of my neck when the air temperature was about 95 degrees and I had to stand there for about 20 minutes with this on and they never even bothered obviously I mean they never searched you but we didn't know that at the time and you had hot cheese dribbling down your neck dribbling down the back of my neck yeah <laughs> all the beds coming down the hoodie was down in my backside basically it was so much there was so much food in it I got shot on in Universal once <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? The biggest seagull. It was either a seagull or a worker. On it was a worker, a worker, a worker on the roof because it was a mantid. And it, it was by Beetlejuice, standing by Beetlejuice, by uh, Richter's across the road from Richter's. I think there was toilets used to be there. Um, on the Beetlejuice side, just standing on the sidewalk, mind my own business, and this great big tear just slid right down the full side, right side of my body, and it was like molten lava. It was red hot. This seagull must have been on the wham beds or something because it was literally burnt the skin off me. You know what you should have done? You just go on Popeye's build right build your rat barges or wash it all off come oh. off there absolutely drenched that would have been a good idea do you reckon you could have a way on that and get away with it Probably. oh yeah no I think so I think you easily. could easily easily if any well, listener has had a way messages let us know just go on on diddly do right first and you come off that and you're almost at the entrance to Popeye so definitely by the time by the time you've been on those two you could have had a uh, a shower and a shave. To <laughs> <laughs> fill in the blank yourself. Yeah. You could do that. They'd close the ride, wouldn't they, if there was a jobby floating? <laughs> <laughs> a little brown torpedo. Diddly doo doos. Rips off holes. <laughs> oh. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> well, Universal, anyway, on their blog have listed their top five hacks as stay on property to get express pass which we've already covered so that's if you're staying at the hard rock portofino bay or royal pacific you'll get those express passes the second one is don't ride the first thing you see i 100 agree with this because everybody walks into the park and goes on despicable me that's why the queue is always so big not because it's a fantastic ride it's just the first one that everybody sees. So they have suggested heading to the back of the park first. Fair enough. It's a good tip. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, I see I see what they're saying. I don't do that. I just skip Despicable Me and go straight to the mummy. Mm. So That's I just pretty good time, the whole first area and then go to the mummy first. Yeah, yeah, that's a good sort of halfway house. Yeah, exactly, and then you can I'll, still make it to Harry Potter pretty early. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one for the other park, isn't it, for Islands of Adventure, because you've got Harry Potter right at the back. So that is a good one, and you could go Kong on the way up there. We made the mistake of messing about with it. There was a 20-minute posted wait for Kong, and we stopped at Dudley Do-Rights. You know those little water cannons when you put the, the money in and you squirt people oh yeah and we, yeah and they're good fun but we wasted about 20 minutes there and by the time we then got to the ride it was a 75 minute wait oh yeah Duh. good so that just proves your point amanda 
Exactly. The third one that they have suggested is to eat outside of the 11am to 1pm lunch window. Which I also agree with. 11 until 1, you cannot get into any of the food places because everybody wants to go and have their lunch at that time. Mm. It's packed. So I would use that time to go and ride the rides that you really want to go on. And have your lunch a little bit later or a little bit earlier. Or take in an Ella sandwich in your hoodie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I do a Dorothy. I think I prefer the universal turkey leg to the Disney turkey leg. I can't, I can't come around that because I don't know. Never tried the universal one, don't know. It's, it's in the, um, I think it's in the New York bit or the San Francisco bit, I can't remember. But yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Grease, hot grease dribbling down your arm. And you can eat that between rides. Two birds, one stone. Oh, one bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That might even be the one that shot on you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse, is there? I mean, just in your normal day-to-day life in Liverpool, getting shot on. But when you're on holiday in your, in your um, Crocs and your Bermuda shorts... <laughs> In your Crocs? I wear Crocs, yeah. And your Bermuda shorts? Well, well, I mean, let's, face it, let's face it, you're never going to notice it on your Bermuda shorts, but You'll notice Crocs with those... When it goes through the holes. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah. That'd be not nice. I was picking it out with my toothbrush for days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go on, what's their last... Oh, no, they, they say the secret of entrance, and I don't buy that. Yeah, again, I think that it's going to depend on what kind of time you get there. If you're going in the afternoon, so if you've gone to Ireland's first and then you're going over in the afternoon, I always go through the secret entrance. Not because it's going to make me miss the crowd because there probably won't be a crowd there later in the afternoon trying to get in, just because it's quicker for me to go through that little side bit than it is for me to walk right the way around if I put through by Hard Rock and Toothsome. Well, with them saying here that it's it's actually on the blog, I can't imagine that being shut. If you rock up there at nine o'clock in the morning, you're going to waste time by walking up there and then having to walk all the way back. So I think that must be open now all the time. I mean, it could be. It could be. I just I just haven't noticed it being open at that time. So if anyone knows for definite that it's open at nine, let us know. Derek Bacon, could they be get in touch? <laughs> Quiet down, Iago. <laughs> well, the last one that they've suggested is child swap. Which I can vouch for. It, The Disney version of it is they give you a, a fast pass ticket and you basically, you, you go up, the first person goes in, um, they come out and then you can take the other child on at the same time as you know but you still have to walk through the fast pass the universal version is you go and sit in a little side room and when you come off the ride you can go and swap and it actually works better than the disney version and that the the elder child who's tall enough can go on with the parents as well it's not like they, they miss out so that elder kid goes on twice it's brilliant works and it's, I don't think it's very well policed. So you could literally do kiddie swap for an hour, I think. 
<laughs> just the, just the, look, the little kids, the smallest one has got an iPad. She's quite happy. She's watching Peppa Pig. And you uh, just kiddie swap for an hour. Just just see how many times before the cast, because the cast members or team members change staff quite quite regularly. Just see what happens. Go on Hogwarts. Go, you go through the queue system. You say, I'd like to kiddie swap when it's your turn to ride. They put you in the little room. The, um, the adult and the eldest child goes on the ride. They get off. The um, swap parents, the eldest goes on with the other parents. They get off. Swap parents again. See what happens. Mummy, mummy, I'm feeling sick. I've ridden this 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to ride it again. Don't make me. Yeah, but I've only rode it 10 times. Stop being (laughs) spoiled. You've rode it 20 (laughs) times. Stop being ungrateful. (laughs) I'm really surprised that's the last time. I I thought, you know, pay for a VIP tour would have been in there somewhere. I know. Well, we did have some tips from our friends as well, from our Facebook page. Have we? Yeah, we did. No way. Yeah, so we had a tip from our mate Brian. Brian's boss, I love Brian. (laughs) He's all right, isn't he, Brian? He's a good egg, that Brian. So, Brian says, try to hit the rides with the biggest weights early in the morning. I agree. Mm -hmm. And he also says to use a single rider line when possible. That's a good one. Definitely yeah, yeah. agree with that. A lot of the time too, like me and Ash always do um, single rider for Men in Black and we always end up sat together anyway. And the same on the mummy. Well, same for Harry Potter, for Gringotts. Yeah. You don't, you're, not, you're not always guaranteed to be sitting right together, but you're usually in the same car. Exactly. We went on the mummy last year and she was sat behind me. So we ha- I held her hand behind me the entire time. Because I sat next to some weirdos and I was a bit scared. <laughs> but, yeah, ride single rider. I love single rider. Yeah. Then he said, try to eat lunch around 11.30 to 12. Because the later it gets, the more crowded it gets. So that hits on what we just said a minute ago. Yep. Then Mark says, eight days ago I went single rider on Sunday morning. Show off. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, some isn't it, Mark? Got early entry to Hogsmeade, Rhodes Forbidden Journey and Hippogriff before the park officially opened and Rogue Kong twice in the next hour. That's awesome. I can't wait to do Kong. Yeah. There's something you need to know. I sacrificed going to see Kong tonight to be here. Oh, I did. I I had tickets for it. Oh, Oh, no, you never. Oh, you love us. (laughs) I know, I do. I do. Anyway, I'm I'm gone tomorrow. I've got an unlimited card. It's not that big. I do. I did. Sacrificed. So Steve says hit the popular rides first in the order you want, but of course that means running like a twat across the park, (laughs) (laughs) knocking everyone out the way. Amanda. What? Nothing. Sorry. Sorry. Don't knock anyone out the way. I'm just quoting what what Steve said. Foul language, Steve. You're so naughty. Yeah, I'm just just imagining what that looks like. (laughs) That that could be a ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't do that. Oh, Steve, you're so naughty. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, nobody do that. Only Um, Steve's could buy (laughs) it. 
No. Of course, the downside is you're so knackered by the time you get there, the rest of the horde gets past you. However, hit the park early, ride while everyone's eating, and late afternoon, evening, all help as well. Planning your trips away from public holidays, spring break, and US school holidays. That is a fantastic one. Know Just... when the holidays are going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you haven't got kids, like I haven't got kids, so I don't, I don't, I'm not up to date with when all the holidays are. I didn't even know that it was Easter break right now until I was driving to work this morning and the roads were empty. Yeah, definitely. I mean, booking your flights when you're going in May and September are half the price they are for me in August. Yeah. Our, our prices are nearly £1,200 per person. What? Per, just for flight only, just for the seat. Is that well, business? Is that premium economy? <laughs> Um, £1,150 on Virgin just for a standard seat and then we've upgraded to premium economy for everyone as well which was an £1,150 bloody hell we got ours for £385 £385? what are you flying on the back of a bleeding seagull? (laughs) sky scanner baby let me just tell you oh a lot of people say that's good set up a price alert on Skyscanner, and it just keeps emailing you when the price changes. And we just jumped in and 385 quid. I thought I got a bargain. It's the same BA flight that you would get. It's an Iberian code share, but it's your regular BA flight. Oh, here Gatling. we go. you got to go via Barcelona or something then, have you? <laughs> no, senor. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Get? laughs> <Get? laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm flying. Regular Gatwick direct flight to Orlando. What? Yep. You you live in Chester now, lad? Uh, Only on the weeks. All right, okay. Well, I mean, my September flight in uh, Virgin again, 500 quid. So, literally, I'm still... We're going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party on the 25th of August. (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah. Nothing I, says Halloween like August. August bank holiday weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going as a pumpkin. I'm going to paint myself orange, see how I get on. Um, and then less than a month, I'm back in Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights. And that ticket prices are less than 50% cheaper. You know, half, sorry, half price. Less than half price, what we're paying. You could probably go to Mickey's Not So Scary as well. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. Well, anyway, we've got one more um, answer to our question. This is the best answer from the little bearded Geordie buffoon. Why I on Brovision? Gary was an extra in Biker Grove, and that it is... made me delighted. Did he have his little beard going on at the time when he was like um, eight? Gary, <laughs> did you have your little beard going on when you were in Biker Grove? Was he in the background in the famous "Yes, buggy, I'm blind" scene? Because <laughs> Lee Mallaby was, and he had an afro. Not anymore. <laughs> <sighs> I used to have an afro. <laughs> Didn't we all? I used yeah. to have a Vic and a Vic Reeves haircut in the early nineties. Google it, Amanda. Oh, I want to. He lives up north with me. Vic Reeves. Yeah, I see him on the train his, all the time. His mum lives round the corner from Lee Mallaby. You're joking. 
I am not. Blimey. She said he's got no ear either. Oh. What, Vic Reeves or Lee Mallaby? Or Lee Mallaby. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Mallaby. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's is the best tip. Yeah, Gary says, hit the parks early and leave around midday and get drunk and seawalk. I agree. I agree. I defo agree. Get to that sports bar, the NBC. Yeah, there's another one. Pay for a Halloween Horror Nights and don't go and see any of the houses. Go on the rides instead. There you go. That'll cut down your wait time. Do people actually do that? Only only stupid people. Uh, only chickens do that. You do see a lot of people on the rides. Only they not- must be locals, mustn't they, surely? Well, possibly, like with the, you know, frequent passes. I mean, I mean, I know blokes who have gym memberships and only go just to use the showers. What? So, what? Yeah, I know. So it must people must just go to theme parks just for, you know. I've got an annual up. pass for Universal just to go for a poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely you think. To if do. I was if I was doing that, I'd go big style. I'd, I'd have a Disney pass and use the tangled toilets. Come on, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> yeah. I told our Eve, I said, oh, I've just had to have a poo in a frying pan. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm never coming for breakfast at your place. (laughs) (laughs) These sausages just taste a bit funny. What the fat, though? Oh, God. Anyway, did you guys answer my poll on Twitter? I, which one? The one where I asked what time people like to get to the park at. Oh, yeah, I did. As early as possible. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, right, um, I love the likes of uh, Lou Mongello or Tim Tracker or Adam Nauru or all them people who can go to the parks whenever they want. They can sit there and people watch and just sit on a bench and have a dole whip and all that. But I've spent £1,100 per person to get over there. The last thing I'm going to do is lie in bed for half the day. I just can't. I'm just not wired right. I can't do it. I've got to be up. I've got to be out. And I've got to be smashing it. Listen, it's not different. Have you ever seen Americans when they come to come to Europe? Yeah. It's no different. They're like Monday, Paris, Tuesday, Rome, Wednesday, Liverpool. <laughs> Thursday, home, because all their money's gone. Yeah. We've had them off. <laughs> Me and Craig are just waiting at Lime Street Station for them. Yeah. Just with a pair of knickers on our heads and a uh, flick knife. <laughs> <laughs> Come out then, nah. You do, you, yeah, you're right. But I just can't do it. It's, um, d- I mean, Lee Malaby, a couple of years ago, he did nine days at Universal in a two-week holiday. So maybe he had the opportunity at that point to sit on a bench. Um, because for me, Universal could be done maybe in four days if you wanted oh, to be yeah. meander around slowly and take it gently. Nine days, he must have been able to have sleeps on the benches and everything, I think. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, now that I've been to Universal so many times, I feel like I can I can just kind of chill. I still do like to get there really early, so I will do early park admission for quite a few days. 
But if I'm not doing that, I still always try and aim to be there for park opening, if not, like, within half an hour of it opening. Mm. But last year, I did try um, having a little lazy morning, and I went over at, like, 11. I couldn't get on anything. And when I met Ash at the park, and literally, I felt like I just wasted my time because I was just walking up to attractions, seeing the wait time was an hour, walking to the next one. Oh, that's an hour too. And so I just walked around all day. Well, that's what Hunter does, doesn't he, from Grim Grin Hosts quite a lot. He'll get to the parks a bit later and he'll just walk around and go, I'm not waiting for that. I'll do it next time. And he just... So he, he'll go to the parks for something to eat. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I felt like I'd wasted my morning at first. But then I thought, actually, I never really get to just chill around the park. So then the rest of the day, I didn't go on anything except DT, obviously. Um, <laughs> because there was no queue. It, it was 30 minutes, actually, mate. 30 whole minutes. Hashtag Why save it bro- ET. Was it broken down? No, it was just very popular that day. People don't recognise and how majestic ET is. They and... shut it for thirty minutes for maintenance. No, they didn't. Cleaning they didn't that sheriff mannequin. So I just chilled for the day and it was it was a nice day. So sometimes I feel like you should do that. Yeah. But if you go it's nice and early and get everything done, you've got the whole rest of the day to do that. Yeah. Like you say, it's easier to do that if you've been quite a few times and you've been if you've done everything. Then it's then you can do that. But like Craig says, if you spend a lot of money and you've never been there before and maybe only been there once or twice, you there's a tremendous pressure, I think. Well it is for me anyway. I don't find it easy to take it easy. Um, there's a tremendous pressure to get on everything and see everything. I mean, if you're going to Universal this year, I would recommend going to Animal Actors, Fidel, Barney, and Curious George. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. come probably the day after Halloween Horror Nights, they ain't going to be there anymore. Au revoir, kid zone. <laughs> yeah, you still haven't tempted me there. <laughs> <laughs> You can keep Barney's back passage. <laughs> the only good thing about Barney is it's a good shortcut to get to some of the houses. Mm-hmm. That's literally yeah. the only thing it's good for. I agree. And the little um, play thing there is quite fun for me and Ash. Do kids even know what Barney the dinosaur is? Um, I, I don't know if it's still a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Was Bear in the Big Blue House? Was he Disney or um, Nickelodeon? Was Disney. I used to love him. Yeah, yeah I, the big house. Well, I don't know. I loved Barney when I was little, so I'm like, I'd be sad when Barney goes, but at the same time, mostly for Halloween Hornets things. Well, that's that area is two entrances to two houses, isn't it? Mm. And an exit, yeah. usually as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so but surely, I mean, once that's been the theme to Nickelodeon, if it is, um, surely time. they'll. So what did I say? Nickelodeon. That Bud Light's gone right in the head. I'm living in the 1990s. <laughs> with me Vic hairdo. Um, yeah, when it's um, Nintendo, they'll still put... Surely they'll plan that into the future groundwork and everything, a bit of pathways and that for Halloween or night. Yeah, probably, but the only problem is, is whilst it's being developed... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that That's the problem. But a lot of people are saying that hopefully by then Fast and the Furious will come online, so then you'll have a 
a route through that way. And I, I did listen. I've listened to Bro Vision that you were on last night, Chris. Fantastic episode. He's a right mug, isn't he, that Gary? He's a right Such mug. A mug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you think they're going to open or partially open Islands of Adventure for Halloween Horror Nights? Well, not this year, but maybe next year. I could, I could see them. Like they have in the past, like I said on Brovision, they did open up a small section of um, Islands of Adventure. So they didn't open all of it. They just opened like um, uh, Zeus um, and what was the Jurassic land? Park. No, what was the? I, I don't know if it, Jurassic Park was there or not. But it was the land where before Harry Potter was there. Oh, um, yeah, Lost Continent. Lost Continent. So, you had a little bit of Islands of Adventure. I liked when it was at Islands of Adventure, you know. Mm. Was that 2003? Wasn't it 2002, 2002? 2002, was it? Yeah, I think so. Four and five. All right, so it was quite a few years. Mm, Four, two, two, three, four, five. So why did they stop doing that then? It costs too much money, I think. When you're making so much money, because you do, as you said, it can get them out of a tight summer. Mm, can do. Could is it not like, especially that it's how popular it is now and oversubscribed it is. Mm. At some point, you're uh, the normal person. If they were going to Halloween Horror Nights once without an express pass. And totally naive, like people are. You know, they rock up to Disney World all the time, don't they? They've never been before. Can have a day ticket. Same at Universal. How many houses are they realistically going to see? Well, uh, do you know what? I was on a. I was talking to some people the other day, and I was. They asked me what Halloween Horror Nights was, and they had no, literally no clue at all. And they said. Uh, from the name of it, they went, no, we'd never go to that. As soon as I explained exactly what it was, they were like, hmm, I wouldn't mind actually having a vacation to actually come and see this. Mm. So if you get even people with like the slightest interest in it wanting to go, plus all the people that love horror films and all the people that just love movies in general and all the other stuff, and then you've got all the fans as well of the event, it's such a huge dynamic of people now that eventually they will have to do it in two parks. It just it just will be an inevitability. Yeah. But you're right, it needs to get to a certain size, doesn't it, to justify opening the second part? Yeah. But they must be pretty close to that, especially on peak nights, I would have thought. I mean, even if you opened, how's that for an idea, even if you just opened like the second part for a little bit less time, so cut off the, the tail at the beginning and the end where it's maybe a little bit less quiet or less busy. Um, well, do you know what I think they're doing? I think that where the ticket prices keep going up, I think they're trying to aim for the same number of people but make more money off them. Right. I generally think that because I went a couple of Saturdays last time and they were very, very quiet. And now you would think, wouldn't you, Saturday, oh, it's going to be rammed. But it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Thursday was busier than Saturdays last year. Mm. And Saturdays are the most expensive, aren't they? Yeah. I I just thought... Sorry. No, no, go on. I was just going to say, last year when we were there, I just thought the crowds were weird. I mean, it was really busy when it shouldn't have been busy. Oh, right. Um, oh, what, and then generally was, you mean? Yeah, generally, yeah. yeah. I mean, Disney was chock. I know it was food and wine, but 
Um, it was just crazy busy. But didn't Jim Hill on um, one of his shows say that they're really worried this year, that they reckon the crowds are going to be really low? Could be. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons why that may happen. I hope so. so yeah. But th- there's going to be a lot of British people um, watching Ant and Dec last Saturday and booking holidays on that on a whim. Freaking <laughs> mm. pair of Geordie balloon heads. <laughs> I didn't watch it, was it good? I was in and out of the chippy, and uh, <laughs> my nephew and niece were here, uh, and I was comforting my sister in law. With a chippy tea. Yeah, with a chippy tea. So I missed it but I've taped it and what I did see it looked phenomenal uh, and if you watch the latest Tim Tracker I, I did watch that you can see the crowds on that you know the whole of Main Street is full um, Tomorrowland is full didn't the monorail break down that day it might have done because he is in a, a bit of a crush to get on the boat mm. Because just for sheer fluke, the monorails broke down for about like an hour or something. And it was just pandemonium, people trying to cram their way into the boats. Well, I mean, they've, they've moved the security to um, where you park your cars, where you get on the, the monorail and oh, where yeah, you get on. So when he was waiting for the boat, it was, it was, I think it was uncomfortable myself, but... You've got a hell of a lot of people turning up. Mm. I'd prefer that, though, than all the crowd being at the front of Magic Kingdom because that was a pain in the bum. Yeah, and it's a bit more picturesque there now. Mm. So it's quid pro quo, isn't it? But I don't have never... about American Horror Story on this yet? We haven't. No, we haven't because you recorded, didn't you, the day before they, they announced it? Ooh, Disaster Dark Curse. Ooh. Yeah, so that means we'll put this out tonight or tomorrow and they'll make another house announcement. No, they'll be in for um, Chris and Logan to record Scare Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, was actually, um, I was actually sorting out all my photographs and video from last year's holiday last night. It was quite sad. Aww. Did you I'm do sad. the American Horror Story house last no. year? No, that was that was. I think that was the only one that we didn't do, and yeah. we were gonna we were gonna do it. Uh, there was a queue of about twenty five minutes, and all the queues were about twenty five minutes. Cool. And we said, let's just grab a quick drink because oh. we were tired and it was hot. Let's and go then, and squirt these kids with water. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was about there was about forty five minutes, and we thought, yeah, we'll go. And we'll, I think we did something else then. I think we did the western, like the gold main one. Um, and then it, it was still about 45 minutes or an hour when it got to about one, half one in the morning. We thought, right, we're tired. So that was the only one we didn't see, but um, really enjoyed it. So that was our first Halloween Horror Nights experience. Definitely want to go back again. My and daughter did the thing that was outside. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Um, it's like a laser quest, but it's a zombie laser quest in Orlando. On the International Drive, is it? I don't know exactly where it is, but basically, you, instead of shooting each other, like you do normally on Laser Quest, you shoot these zombies. She said Ooh. it was hilarious, really fun. So we may try that when we go in May, don't know. That sounds good. Yeah, sounds like a good laugh. So, I mean, with the American Horror Story house, 
it was three seasons last season last year. It's another three seasons this year. Mm-hmm. How did he transition between the series, or how did he marry them together? There was like a room with a projection of the with the season name and number. Right. So it was, it was a bit like. Was you there for the Usher's house that year? I was. I, my last one was twenty five. Oh, okay. Well, it's basically just a room then with, where they projected the, the season number and the name, and it was like the theme music was playing. So it yeah, kind of it was like then... the titles. Yeah. So. And was each season just like a really small house? With So it's three houses within the one house? Yeah, I'd they... say that. Did... So they weren't really... Do you not think that each season deserved its own house? Well, there's rumours that they're doing that in in, um, in Hollywood. Ah, right, okay. So they're saying they're having just the, the Roanoke uh, season over in Hollywood. Whether that's true, I don't know. Mm. I've just finished watching Roanoke, and um, at first, I started watching it when it came out. Um, I wasn't really into it, and I've just re-watched it again from the beginning and watched it all in one go, and actually, I really love it. I think it's going to make a fantastic part of the house. And Coven's my favourite um, season. And no, actually, Asylum is. Yeah, Asylum's my favourite one. And I really like Coven. So I think this house is going to be awesome. See, I've st- I stopped after series two, so I've got to start watching them again now. Which was series two? Was that the Coven? Asylum. Asylum. Right, okay. So that's there. No, that's not there this year, yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is? <gasps> yeah, okay. That was good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. And then, so series three is... Coven. Is Coven? Yeah. And then, the, and then the last one is series six, is it? Yeah, and that's very... Okay, so I'm going to try and watch them all, all of them before I go. Cool. And how are you getting on with your um, costumes, Amanda? Um, I've I've um, filmed it, filmed my oh. costumes. Oh. Um, but basically, my actual camera is in Liverpool, so I just need to wait until the weekend when I'm going home so I can film my talky bit of my video and then I'll go up on the weekend oh that's going to be massive I can't I'm so excited to be able to make um, Halloween Horror Nights costumes again I can't wait for all the announcements but I feel like it's going to be a little bit until we get another one what's the what's the rhythm of the announcements is it every three weeks once a month or Uh, 14 days is what people are saying at the moment so it's been yeah, a week last, now. Yeah, it was always on a Thursday, and it was always like every two or three weeks, wasn't it? Mm, that's right. So maybe when I'm home for the week, we'll get another one. Have you got any um, gut feelings, Mr Ripley? Um, um, I haven't, but I'm sure Amanda has. <laughs> So diplomatic, isn't he? <laughs> he doesn't I want to get it. Feeling, but I've got one that I really want. That I really, really want to be there. Go on. Um, I really, really, really want to see um, 
a Chucky house, but like a mashup Chucky house. See, I've never seen a Chucky film. Haven't yet. No. It's, it I think just, I'd be like, do a big mashup of all the films. It just reminds me of my nephews and nieces. But <laughs> 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 oh, well, I'd also really like to see, and this isn't a gut feeling either, this is just what I'd really like, is um, a classic monster's house. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. So like when they did the um, the drive-in scare zone, or when they had the little bit in... Um, Jack's 25-year house. I'd love an entire house of that. I think that would be amazing. The permanent one in California, that's like a classic one. It used to be a classic monsters, didn't it? Mm, it's all gone. Is it? Yeah, they knocked it down to build yeah. Walking Dead, I think. All right. Was, was the Doctor Who Angels in um, that 25? Or something like it? You know them statues? Uh, yeah, that was from a house called Gothic that was in 2012 or 2013. Um, and they're like nice. just gargoyles. that did, yeah. But they do look a lot like those angels. But they never do a Doctor Who house. When we had Mike Aiello on Scare Zone, he said that would be his number one house if he could ever get it. Because there's so many amazing baddies in there. Yeah, but I don't think um, either they've never tried or the BBC aren't keen, but they've never been able to. Should we start a, a thing with the BBC? Because we know the BBC, don't we? Oh, well, because of British. We, we all pay our bloody licence, don't we? Yeah. Imagine a freaking Cyberman coming at you. I've never seen Doctor Who, so I don't know what you're talking about. You'd be a boss little uh, Doctor Who sidekick, you. Would I? Yeah, would yeah. Be, yeah I don't would know be. if that's a compliment or not, because I haven't seen it. No, that's that a compliment. A, that is a compliment. It, isn't yeah. it, Chris? That is, yeah. A little scout sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> uh, oh, in we... fact, I've got another one that I'd really, really like, but I don't what? know whether they'd ever do it. The Lost Boys. Oh, that's a good one. I watched that last night and I was like, yes, I would love this. I love vampires. Any vampire house that they do, I'm happy with. Except Dracula Untold. Mm-hmm. Didn't really feel that one. I did like when they did um, From Dust Till Dawn, though. That was good. Yeah. That was a cool one. I don't know. I feel like I haven't. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know what I'd like to see this year. I'm always down for some body collectors. If they did body collectors every year, I'd be happy. <laughs> you see, I mean, when I I went in 23 and see the American Werewolf in London, and then in 25 they put it on again, oh, I yeah. felt a little bit cheated. No, I'd have that every year as well. It was good the second time, but do you only know what's coming and all that? I was a bit, bit disappointed. Well, you know what's coming because you've seen the film. Mm. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Would they do Halloween three? Not this yeah. year, but don't the, hold your breath. Halloween three, that's pants, isn't it? It was the worst Halloween film ever made. Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. 
season of the mother-in-law. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the other two, did it? it? Was I think wasn't it? It was set in like, like the same county or town or I don't know. But there was, apart from that, it was Halloween H two O. I don't think I've seen that. They won't ever do that one because um, Jamie Lee Curtis and you know, Halloween Horror Nights are not very good friends, are they? Oh, Jamie Lee really? Curtis. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She got Bill and Ted cancelled in Hollywood. Yeah, how come? Wait, do, does everyone know this or is this, am I saying yeah. something that we're going to get sued by Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> I feel like we, we hear this story about every three months on our podcast. Oh, okay, all right, then mm-hmm. I won't say it again. But for, for new people that might not have heard it, go ahead. Um, yeah, she got, you know, still, still in Ted, cancelled. <laughs> Wasn't there a few, um, was it the jokes or references to minority groups or something? Oh, what was it? Was it... That she took offence to. Did they make fun of um, the guy that played the Joker? Was that what it was? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Was it something like that? I can't remember now. Do you want me to Google yeah. it? I'll Google it. Hang on. If it's it's Zombieland. If it's on... Zombieland. That would be good. That would be a good Halloween horror house. Oh, Zombieland, yeah? Yeah, Zombieland. That... Well, that would be a good scare zone. Well, there's plenty of good scenes in it, isn't there? What, there's a theme park scene in it? Yeah, that's right. The clowns and the Twinkies. And there's all sorts of good scenes in it. I need to watch that again. Yeah. The Boy Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. You seen that? No. Oh, that's hilarious. I feel like the only zombie film that I really, really like is um, Return of the Living Dead. Dawn of, Dawn of the Dead. Mm. That's a good one. Well, they remade it, but the original one in the 1970s set in the shopping mall is really funny. I'd like to see um, the Will Smith film. Um, oh, God, where does the... It's a classic, isn't it? It's a book. It's been made in a film three times. Um, Will Smith. Come on, Neville! Um, oh, come on. What is he? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the Last Man on Earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I Am Legend. I Am Legend, yes. Yeah, this is a remake of the Omega Man, wasn't it? The remake of the Omega Man, which is a remake of The Last Man on Earth, which is the book. The book, it was written, I think it was in the 50s. The film, the first film was um, Pete Price, I think. Oh. Not Pete Price, what's his name? Vincent Price. Then in the 70s, it was... Charlton Heston. Them damn dirty apes. <laughs> and then it was Will Smith, which was the worst version of the film. It's pretty good, though. It was, oh... oh were, no, I thought it was pretty good. They were CGI things. Yeah, I know, but it was freaking better than Independence Day. That's not saying much. I adore. That's one of my... That's in my top ten. No, that's pants. Sorry. Oh. Get over it. Um, <laughs> um, I've got to say something. Uh, Diz After Dark Network would like to formally apologise to Miss Jamie Lee Curtis for implying... <laughs> That she had anything to do whatsoever with the cancellation of a Bill and Ted show in Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood. 
Just after the dark, offer a tender their apology with good grace. No, no, no. Um, it turns out that social media got it completely wrong. It wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis who got it cancelled. Dave Lee Travis? It was, <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> it was a blogger working for the AV Club called Jamie Lee Curtis Tate. That's oh. his full name. And he blogged how terrible the, sh- the show was, saying that it was homophobic and that it portrayed gay people in a bad light. And he petitioned and got it cancelled. So oh, I'm, see, Jamie I'm Lee sorry. Curtis, I knew you were an angel. Jamie Lee Curtis, but please, please come on to, uh, you know, Diz After Dark and, you know, talk to us. Come on, mm. I'll tell you all about Hall of Your and Freaky Friday. Yeah. How about this point, uh, gay people there that are fans of Bill and Ted, they should petition petition over back again. I'm not being funny, but 80% of the cast of Bill and Ted are gay. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. I'm mean, being serious. If they petition as the gay community to get it back again, you know, you got one guy petitioning against it. Yeah. Get it back. I think it should come back. But the last thing that I want to talk about is I want Paul's tips on going to Orlando at this time of year. Okay. We're both going at the same time this year. Mm-hmm. I haven't been around this time since the 90s because I always go in September now. Um, right. So I would like some tips on this time of year, what to expect, weather-wise. Is my hair going to frizz up? Is it dead humid? <laughs> well, mine doesn't usually frizzle. <laughs> That's hey, no help. Any time me. of the year. <laughs> well, to, for... Full disclosure, so we've never been in May before. I've been at the beginning of June, but this will be the first time for me, for us. Although, from everything I've read and everything I've heard, weather-wise, it's very similar to October, and we've been loads of times in October. So I think um, I think it's a bit drier than you get during the summer. You don't get so many of the big uh, thunderstorms in the middle of the day. Um, from a crowd point of view, I think it's, I think it's actually lower crowds, at least according to Tour and Pran's crowd calendar, other crowd calendars are available um, slightly lower crowds really around 3, 4, 5 out of 10 for most of it until you get to the very end of me where you've got Memorial Day weekend um, so you know, good weather decent crowds I think. Um, and then in terms of events you've got uh, Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot, which has got a little mini uh, food and wine festival that goes with it. Um, So really looking forward to that. Um, You did have in the past, you would have Star Wars weekends, but you don't really have that now, do you? That's kind of gone. Interestingly, one of my my daughter's friends just posted a photograph on Facebook, which made me laugh. And it's a photograph of the four of them posed in front of the walker at Star Tours and uh, the, the photographer must have given him a lightsaber each and she is obviously not a Star Wars fan because she said um, she said um, posing for a Star Wars photograph when you don't even know who the gold man is <laughs> <laughs> the gold man that sounds like something I'd say yeah but I am watching Rogue One tonight, just FYI, everybody. Oh, I'm doing it. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. i got to get that on DVD and it's out. It's the best one. Yeah, it's really good. 
Uh, so in terms of what, what we're doing then, we are we're 20, sorry, 18 nights, I think. 18 nights, Coronado Springs. So we've never stayed there before. Looking forward to that. Um, we've got, we've still got our annual Disney passes. Um, and so we were lucky enough to get notification that there was a pass holder preview event for Pandora because we were a bit gutted. We, we booked this quite a while ago and then we found out that we're coming, we're leaving just before Memorial Day weekend. So I think we leave on the 25th and that's when Volcano Bay opens and Pandora opens. Uh, so then, so we were a bit bummed about that and then we heard about these um, pass holder preview events. So I can't remember what date it is, but it's about the 22nd or something. We're going to a pass holder preview event for Pandora. So really excited about that. And obviously we're hoping that Animal uh, that Pandora will be in soft opening. I know you can't bank on that or can't guarantee it, but uh, we're hoping for that. My daughter's looking for cast member preview events. She hasn't seen anything yet, but um, I think she's allowed to take at least one guest. And she's my favourite daughter, I keep telling her. So uh, I'm just saying, Heather, I'm going to be very disappointed. Heather, uh, you're my favourite daughter. Yeah. You're my favourite daughter too, Heather. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the one that's going to disinherit her, okay? <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to get an extra You'll get scotch. nothing. I'm getting an extra scotch egg on there in August. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she literally, I should be careful what I say, but... She literally on the weekend uh, was celebrating because she passed her test to be a server Ooh. in the in the RNC. So I think tonight's her first. Um, you know, you get the little the little uh, sort of ribbon on her badge which says "Earning my ears." So she she tore that off on the weekend. So she's got her ears. Yeah. So I think tonight's her first night as a as a fully fledged server in the Rose and Crown. Yay. Yay! Uh, I just hope she doesn't doesn't spill any trickle pudding down somebody's lap. But I'm sure she'll be great. <laughs> um, so yeah, really looking forward to seeing what Avatar Land looks like. Even though you know I was a bit skeptical about the whole thing, but we won't go into that again. Um, Has anyone uh, rewatched Avatar in the last year? I've yeah. never seen it. What? Yep. Yeah, I did see it. It was about a year ago. I don't know exactly when, but it was fairly recently. Chris, where were you when that came out? Oh, under a rock. I don't know. I I, I will watch it before I go to Florida, though. I think Mm -hmm. everyone's got to watch it. That's your homework, Amanda, before you go. I've seen it, mate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're in it. (laughs) Sure. You're one of the little green aliens, not one of the tall blue ones. If I'm any alien, I'm clearly E.T. Oh, yeah. Slytherin. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. So, are you going to go to Universal, Paul? Yes, I was actually just looking at tickets uh, during the weekend. um, Heather's got an annual pass, so we we asked her, you know, do you want to go to Universal? She said yes, so... We're gonna buy. We're probably gonna buy a two-day, two-part ticket, which is quite Are you expensive. Going in September as well. No, oh, no. You may as well buy an annual pass if you're going in September. Yeah. The thing so is, it's... with Universal's annual passes, mm-hmm. they're such a bargain. 
Yeah. That you may as well buy an annual pass. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. I don't know. It's two hundred and fifty-four dollars for a two-day, two-part ticket on Universal's website. And so far, that's the cheapest I've found. But I haven't. I've only looked on attraction tickets direct, um, and they're a lot more expensive. I'm looking at passes because mm. you can get things like ten percent off at restaurants, and yeah. you weigh it up. Probably cheaper to get an annual pass. Mm. Yeah, I'll look at that, man. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do Universal, um, and we're going to do a few different things. It'll be it'll be a bit a bit different this time because there's literally only going to be um, myself, my wife, and and Heather. But Heather will be working some of the time. So I think we're going to do some things that we haven't done before. Uh, we fancy going to Sarasota just to see what that's like. Oh. Seems like a nice place, and we're going to do a couple of parks. Not theme parks, but like, I think we're going to do either Hamasa, uh, is it Hamasa, or Crystal River. Uh, there's a couple of places like that we're going to go to as well. What about? And we're going to eat Bible hmm? World. Nah. <laughs> Thanks. <You> Bible World. <laughs> I've seen it when I drive to Mall of Millennia. Mm. You can see. Wait, it that's the... not what it's called. What's it called? Jesus World. Do you have no. a? Do you have a daily yeah. crucifixion? It's, it's called something else. The Holy Land. Holy, Holy Land. Land. That's, that's it. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know, I'm not knocking it. I've never been there, so it may be great, but it wasn't on my bucket list. Wait, have you ever done Medieval Times? That, that's the banquet thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I did. I, I did that right back at the beginning when we booked a package deal and we got it for free, basically. It was, it was good. It was all right. It was good. good laugh. At your age, you should get yourself to Anna Marie Island and get in the Gulf Coast and go in the water and put your Factor 50 on. Is that where all the, uh, is that God's waiting room, that one? Oh, it's beautiful. It's paradise. Yeah. 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 You go in the water, right, and you mm. have a wee... And the water around you goes cold. It's that warm. <laughs> Only you would think of that. Oh, where, did it? Where, where did you say that was? Anna Marie Island. Oh, yeah. Loads of people talk about that, don't they? Yeah, paradise. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Gulf Coast or? Gulf Coast, yeah. Yeah. The, the water is like getting into a hot bath. Well, it is now, now that you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> it, That's it, what I mean. When you have a way, it's actually cold around you. That's probably why it's like that. It's Probably millions of blooming geriatric people wean it. (laughs) (laughs) Incontinent island. We went to Tampa and the water was like that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, we did go, we went to, yeah, near Tampa, we went to Honeymoon Island and it was like that. And actually what was weird was we we were in the water and it was, and we were in the sunshine, but there was a massive storm which wasn't very far away, and it was like black clouds, but we were still in blazing hot sun, and we were watching thunder and lightning coming down, you know, probably 10, 20 miles away. I don't know. It wasn't right by us, but but the water was probably, I don't know, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. The only problem with the Gulf Coast is supposedly it's called the um, shark mating capital. So you're either going to get eaten or bummed to death if you swim out there. <laughs> <laughs> a shark bumming. Yeah, or both at the same time. 
<laughs> you wouldn't uh, wax lyrical about yours then, would you? <laughs> Knowing my luck, I'll, knowing my luck, I'll get in. <laughs> if you play your cards right, you might get bummed. Bum me, bum me, bum me, bum me, bum me. <laughs> That's my ringtone now for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, really, we're, we're looking for this one to be quite relaxing really we're going to do the parts we'll do all the rides and that's our thing we've booked some disney restaurants that we that we like we're not on the dining plan um Which one so we on? also um we've booked uh the boathouse oh, that's lovely um there's a, a quite like quite like the sound of this new one that's just opened up the pig one at uh disney springs um well, the, the david cameron express uh no Stick your widgie in a pig. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we booked? Uh, let me have think. You, be our be our guest because we've never you, we have never been to be a guest. We booked up for lunch and dinner. Sorry, Craig. You should try and do it for breakfast as well. Yeah. Get an eight o'clock book and it's a top tip on named um, Dib. Yeah, eight, probably too late now. I think eight o'clock in the morning. Get yeah. in. Get your scrand. Get in the park. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. You you gotta That's, go to Gico. Um, well, we've done Gico, oh, but okay. um, this time I think we're gonna let's see what else have we got. We haven't got any signatures, I don't think, apart from the boathouse, which I think is a signature. Um, Yak and Yeti, I think, because we had such a good time there last time. Um, trying to remember what else. The one at Coronado Springs is at Maya Grill, I think, just to try it because we're we're at that resort. That's not uh, bad, actually. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. And there's, yeah, um, I'm trying to remember what else now. We're we're not going to do the ones that we've done quite a few times before. We are trying to do different restaurants and some non-Disney restaurants. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're not going to do things like California Grill or anything like that. We've tonight, just before this show, I've just booked the Tusca House Rivers of Light dinner package Ooh, I was oh, nice. thinking of doing that right yeah. now 180 days not 180 days but 180 days before the day we were going mm-hmm. I I booked a table for 8 in Tusker House at 16.50 right yep. for the day that we want to go and the dates have only just come out for the dinner the Rivers of Light dinner mm-hmm. package so when today I tried to amend my booking, I couldn't do it. So I tried to make a new booking, and the best he could do was 16.20, right? So I phoned him up and said, look, we've got this booking. Here's the reference number. We'd like to amend this booking to the Rivers of Light dinner package. We can't do that. All we can do is offer you 16.05, for the, well, that's a bit early, that. Um, okay, 16.20. Okay, I'll take that. Why can't you just swap it for same time? But Oh, we can't do that. 16.20. Okay, we'll take that, right? So I took the 16.20. I then come off the phone, went back online, tried to do the Tusker House Rivers of Light dinner package for eight, and... My table for the 1650 had just become available 
because I'd just cancelled it with A. <laughs> so I then booked it again and then had to cancel the sixteen twenty booking. So brilliant. I've got what I wanted, but it was all mm-hmm. around the friggin' houses. Got hot, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Got there in the end, like, but when when we booked our fast passes and and when we booked the dining or the restaurants, um, I was quite I was quite surprised really because on a couple of occasions I forgot to book the fast passes and I went back in even like a week later and still we could get any fast pretty much any fast pass we wanted. So I'm kind of hoping it isn't it isn't that busy really when we go. But we got Rivers of Light as a fast pass, so we haven't bothered with the uh, the deal, the uh, dinner package. Uh, Addy wants to do the new uh, fireworks show as a uh, fast pass. Did you? Ah, well. Well, sorry. Well, did did you have to pay for it up front though? That's the only thing I wanted to know. The Tusker House. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. It's part of the dining plan, in it? So. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, I think that's probably a good time to wrap it up. Unless anyone else has anything else that they want to bring up. No. No. Just bring up my second can of Bud Light. (laughs) I've just locked it's three and a half percent. Freaking hell. Why are we stronger than that? (laughs) Oh wait, I've got one I've got one more thing to say. Our mate Wendy has said Oh god, yeah, Wendy. Magical Journeys has a discount on Universal packages right now, and if you mention Days After Dark when you are booking, you will get two ways to save. So get in touch with our Wendy; she's a gem. Yeah, all links to her uh, podcast, her um, website are on the show notes, but it's um, wpmagicaljourneys.com, I think. Yeah, we love WP Magic Journeys. Yeah, we're still waiting for Wendy to um, sing a song to us and send it to us <laughs> she, she said she would she's a good singer okay we'll arrange that but other than that buy Chris's book it's a good one <laughs> yeah oh wait 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 mm. wait mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. something on Vision yesterday oh what did <sighs> I say you gave them um, an exclusive yeah. did I yeah. Did he? Well, a new book. My new book? Yeah, an even newer new book. My new, new, new book. Yeah, well, I'm still working on it at the moment. Halloween Horror Nights 28. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I didn't uh, see that coming. <laughs> well, I don't know how well it's going to sell, but it's a book just about Alfred Hitchcock. I'm excited. Mm. So... I've never seen any of his films, but I'm excited. Oh, God, you haven't seen um, anything. Never right, seen it. No, this. Never and seen I'm Psycho. No, I've never seen Psycho. Are the birds? No. I used to freak out when I was a kid. I saw the birds. You know that scene where he goes in the room and there's a bloke with the eyes pecked up? Well, that gave me nightmares as a kid. Horrific. <laughs> well, if the listeners of this podcast can tweet me at BCL1973, with their top three Hitchcock movies, I will make sure that Hitchcock would be proud. And I'll watch them. 
Right. Go and watch Psycho. Yeah, and watch Psycho. Psycho's watch most rear, important. Rear Window. Oh, Rear Window's good. Yep. Is the new Psycho worth a watch? No. I like it. You see an Anheish's bum hole on there? Right, I like it. <laughs> but also, um, the I really love the Bates Motel series as well. Oh, it's fantastic right now. It's up to the bit where Marion's come into it. Fantastic. I love it. It's amazing. Anyway, bye, Chris's book. I'll have some new videos coming up on YouTube in the next week. I've got something really exciting coming on YouTube in the next week, too, that I'm going to be starting. Um, no, actually, in two weeks. And then we will have another episode of Diz After Dark next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Ta-da. Bye-bye now. See Free ya. the woo. <laughs> <laughs> Unban the woo. Unban the woo. Me. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Diz After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com slash this after dark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash this after dark thank you Dark Podcast Network.